This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Well, hello, my Daily Thrones friends and family. It is very nice to be talking to you here today. It's Thursday, time of this recording, and I think we're still having some fun talking about the final shots and resolutions in Season 8, but there's other questions, other things still lingering out there. I also saw on the old internet that there's some set photos for Season 8, might be spoilerific photos, and I haven't clicked on them yet, just between you and me. If you want to, go right ahead. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to try to avoid them as best I can. Sometimes you just can't. Sometimes the spoilers find you. And it's not even confirmed spoilers. But I am doing my best going into Season 8, trying to know as little as possible. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. We'll see how long that can last. Like I said, sometimes the spoilers just find you. So we're going to talk about some other things here today. And we're going to talk about a character that the name hangs over the show a lot it's a it's a character that's not yet appeared on the show probably will never appear on the show but we still get questions about it so if you haven't read the books and this name doesn't ring a bell to you maybe you don't want to continue and if you're still planning on reading the books but let's take a moment to talk about lady stoneheart hey ken so i have a question so Ever since season five, I've been asked constantly, do I think Lady Stoneheart's going to happen? When will it happen? Do I think it's going to happen? Just over and over and over again. And then now as time has gone on, and as these seasons have gone by, that has gone down less and less. But even today, I was still asked, do I think Lady Stoneheart is going to happen? And my answer is absolutely not. I just, I think it is way past the time of Lady Stoneheart to be on the show. I think, I'm not even sure if it would make sense for it to happen in the final season. I don't know what way they would even do it, but do you still get asked that? Because I, 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 think, I'm, I think until the series finale, it's just something that's always going to be asked. Oh, Lady Stoneheart. Oh, Lady Stoneheart. We should have seen her on the show. I'm still a little bitter that she didn't make the jump from page to screen at the end of season four. I thought that was a perfect time. Uh, I thought maybe even realistically the end of season three. Yeah, the time frame would be right. But the end of season four, I just kind of thought all of it. All of it seemed to be the right time, but it didn't happen. And the producers say it won't happen. I remember there was rumors Michelle Fairley on uh, set. For maybe season five, eh, it didn't happen. But uh, sometimes you have to sit back and wonder. And yes, Eric, I do get questions about Lady Stoneheart a lot. It is a name that is, uh, it's, it's a giant spoiler, again, for those who haven't read the book. But it's one of those spoilers that, much like Ned being dead, just kind of filters off the page, off the screen, and out into life. And if you're familiar enough with fandoms and pop culture and you watch enough shows or you watch media discussion shows or listen to the podcast like this one here, you just kind of hear the name. It floats around. And so, yeah, I do get some questions a lot. And Eric, you're right. Lady Stoneheart returning at this point, it's too far gone. It just doesn't make sense, especially as we 
come down to the wire, the end of the story. We just probably don't need that character. Which, when the show does things like that, for me, the killing of Mance Raider or the killing of Barristan Selmy, it makes me wonder, well, they're still going strong in the show or in the, in, in the books, and the show cuts them off early. What does that mean for the book story? What does that mean? Does it mean it, it doesn't matter as much as I want it to be? Uh, Stannis Baratheon is a little different because I, I think the show got the rest of his story. Uh, the story we'll probably read in the books. But Mance, not so much. Barristan, not so much. So when Lady Stoneheart wasn't included in the show, it made me think all those uh, cool little passages and reading the book, all those moments, the creepy ones, the mysterious ones, maybe they don't matter as much. But we'll see. Luckily, the book stands on its own. And the show is its own thing at this point. And really always was. So the question of will Lady Stoneheart return? Well, the answer is no. But Sir Thomas Attal called in with an interesting idea, a wrinkle to the question, and proposed an interesting way we could actually see Lady Stoneheart. Hey, Ken. So I'm thinking about uh, dead characters coming back as the undead. And um, the first one that popped into my mind, weirdly enough, I don't think it's one we've talked about here, is the idea of getting a little bit of a Lady Stoneheart Easter egg out of seeing Catelyn come back as a white or white walker. Um, I think that would be really, really interesting. Um, I don't know. I think I'd just like to see a little nod to Lady Stoneheart. That's one of the best parts of the story that they left out. I understand why they did it for the sake of the TV show. And keeping it a little, I guess, more grounded. But um, it, it's just something that's been on my mind now since it popped into my head. Do you guys think, you, you can and the rest of the audience, do you guys think there's any chance that we'll see an undead Catelyn Stark? Thanks. Oh, that Night King. Could he solve a lot of our problems in terms of wanting to see characters again? Now, not in the way that we want to see him. This, of course, is the Hodor factor. Will we actually see him as a white? Some of our dedicated listeners here on Daily Thrones think we will. So Thomas raises a question about Lady Stoneheart, and I think it's an interesting wrinkle. Now, do I think this realistically happens? No. No, I, I think a lot of the speculation fun we have here on Daily Thrones doesn't have a chance of realistically happening. But, don't worry about that. Let's have fun speculating. That's what we should be doing. And playing around with the speculation. And crawling inside the story and finding wrinkles that entertain us. And the idea, yes, of Lady Stoneheart emerging, perhaps from the Riverlands, long since dead, but maybe somehow preserved, maybe the cold waters preserved her, I don't know. But have her emerge and just pass by, not even part of the plot, but just enough where you go, oh gosh, that's Catelyn Stark. That means it's kind of technically Lady Stoneheart. Maybe, maybe she's a general in the Night King's army. Ah, again, is this going to happen? No. It's fun to think. It's a good idea, Thomas. Could be a, a, little, uh, a little wrinkle, a crack in the wall where we can climb into and have some fun. And that means other characters come back. Serio Pharrell, you're back. Mance Raider, come on back. Paris and Selma, you died in Essos. I don't care. Come back. You're a now an undead warrior. Silly. It's fun. What do you guys think? Is Thomas off the mark? Or is he so off the mark 
that he's actually close. What do you think about an undead undead, Lady Stoneheart? Hey, Ken, so thinking about resolution to characters, talking about another character, a character who's been with us since the pilot, um, the Hound. I don't think he had any lines in the pilot, though. If, like, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm, maybe I'm not remembering that right. But anyway, he, he's definitely a character that's had a very, very interesting journey on the show from where he was in the pilot to where he is now. And kind of like with Tyrion and kind of like with Davos, he, he does seem to be a survivor. He seems to survive situations. But with that said, I could see the Hound dying in Season 8, but I could see him going out in a glorious battle, taking out a lot of undead with him, maybe him and Arya, or maybe him and Brienne kicking some ass, but getting overwhelmed and him sac maybe even sacrificing himself for Arya, something like that. I could see that happen because the Hound, he's still the Hound, but he has changed a little bit, so... I'm fascinated to see what's going to happen with him in Season 8. Yeah, Eric, that's a good conversation started there. The Hound and the resolutions there within. What will become of the Hound? He's been with us since the beginning. There's not a lot of characters that have been with us since the beginning. Season 1. Cersei, Jon Snow, Arya, Sansa, Theon, Jaime, Tyrion... And Ghost. That's about it. There's others, of course. But going all the way back to episode one to now, the Hound has been with us for a while. His journey is one of the more satisfying ones on the show, and that includes his death, or not death. But what will the end be? What is happiness for the Hound? What is resolution for the Hound? And the idea of the Hound sacrificing himself is interesting. Because it would be... The Hound giving himself to something, a cause, something bigger than himself. He's already started to take that turn. We've talked a lot about the transition that the Hound went through. Big, angry mauler to uh, a penitent man almost. Finding his uh, religion, the Brother Ray, and then joining up with the good guys. Where does it all go? Sacrifice makes sense. Is it a Hodor-like sacrifice? Saving himself or saving others, sacrificing himself so they can go on. I like that idea. I like that picture. But we still want the Clegane Bowl, don't we? Get hyped. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible that it still happens. And that could be where the sacrifice comes in. And that could be the resolution for the Hound. We've always thought of Clegane Bowl as, well, trial by combat, that type of situation. One-on-one -on -one with maybe everyone watching. But what if it's in the middle of something? Because if there's a giant battle going on and it reaches King's Landing, whether it's the Night King and his, his army or Danny, John, and their army, Cersei's going to put Sir Robert Strong or Zombie Mountain into the, into the field of battle. So maybe Clegane Bull, Sandor versus Gregor is in the middle of something bigger. And maybe the purpose is the Hound fully gives himself over to the cause for the sake of others. Kills his brother, but in the process, dies himself. The Hound does want peace. I believe he wants peace. 
He's not out what for other people are out for. Power. He's experienced that in a weird way just because he's so strong and feared by so many. It's not the right kind of power, but he's he doesn't want that. He wants to end that turmoil in his heart, in his soul. It's what he thought he was finding with Brother Ray and his flock. It's what I think was taken away from him why he got so angry. With Lem, Lemon Cloak and the rest of the uh, brothers without banners with no morals in that situation. So yes, I could see the Hound going out that way. I could see Sacrifice being in his future. But if he does survive, he is there at the end. I hope he gets to go away to a cabin in the woods. Maybe find some love or at least some quiet. And definitely some peace. That's Daily Thrones for the day. Conversation will roll on tomorrow. What do you think will become of the Hound? What do you think the final shot of the series will be? What are some of your resolutions? And can happiness be found in any of them? See you again tomorrow on Daily Thrones.